0: This is Carrie.
1: And this is Jenny. And you're listening to
0: Honestly Unfiltered.
1: Hi, Carrie. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Long time. No talk. I'm good.
0: Yeah, like 12
1: hours. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I feel like we just did this. So for our listeners, you're going to notice that we have another episode popping up this week. Uh, Carrie is a Bachelor Nation virgin. Yes. And last night when she was here, she caught me watching it and then went home and watched it herself. And so now since jenny this is her wheelhouse
0: <laughs> i go way back in bachelor nation she does so she's gonna school me on this whole thing how is this gonna work jenny
1: well why don't you go over your notes that you took when you were watching and okay we'll go from there well,
0: and first off there's and also listeners mm-hmm. The episodes we're covering on The Bachelorette are separate from our regularly <laughs> scheduled released episodes. We're not replacing them. They're in addition to. Yes, they will be bonus material. Yes. Okay, so there's so many guys. I'm like, Jesus. I'm trying to keep track of them all and
1: make notes. She narrowed. How many did she eliminate this week?
0: Uh, like, like five. I think she has 17 left out of 30, I think. Okay. So I'm starting to watch it. And I love Clayton.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I love me some Clayton and those guns. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> um,
1: I haven't decided who my favorite is yet.
0: Because then I made a note about that guy, Nate. I wrote, yeah. wrote Stana, but then I wrote road trips. Gross. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which one's he's like? Name? I
0: love long road trips. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like that guy, Chris G from Nova Scotia. Like, I wrote, I like that weirdo. Something's like, he's not your normal guy, but he's so likable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And those are the guys that tend to stick out and stand out and make an impact.
0: Yeah. There's something about him. So, okay, everybody. So I had started at Jenny's. Well, then um, several hours had passed before I finished it at my house. So this is the funny thing about this, because that douche canoe, Ryan. So they're showing him, you know, no shirt, being a farmer, (laughs) whatever. And I'm like, here are my notes. I love him. He didn't mention her beauty to her like when he met her. Right. Yeah. He was like one of the few guys that were mentioning all these traits besides her physical beauty. So I like noticed that. I was like, Oh, well then, you know, flash forward to the girls being in his room, finding his research on how to stay on the episode the longest and all these like very specific notes.
1: Yeah, that was pretty shady.
0: So then I take, so, and this, again, two parts, people. So then, then I wrote this motherfucker lying piece of shit. <laughs> now here's the funny part though. So then go to when I'm at the second half, I guess, you know, you guys will learn. I just pay attention to what I want. When they were like fanning the guys, like angling to talk to her again or whatever, it went to him. And it said, Ryan, you know, they had his name up. How I didn't, I mean, well, if you know me, you understand it. I wrote, because I didn't put it back together with the other guy. I go, such a victim. I don't trust him. (laughs) (laughs) That was before she presented the evidence, which I know, obviously, they showed it earlier. But I didn't realize it was the same guy.
1: I was you know, in the middle of some stuff when that happened. And I normally would rewind it and go back, but I didn't. And then I was so far ahead that I wasn't going to go back. So I then I didn't realize who it was either. But I kind of had a feeling it was him because he gave off those used car salesman vibes. Like he was just too happy.
0: It's just interesting when I wrote, he's such a victim, I don't trust him. All he was doing was sitting on a fucking couch. Like, he wasn't even barely (laughs) talking. They put his name up and I was like, no, he's a victim. I don't trust him. And but yet, you know, my perception separately when I didn't realize it was the same one earlier was totally different until I knew he was a douche canoe. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting how it like changes very swiftly.
1: Well, and and you have to remember they're editing it a certain way to shock you as well yeah it's like i think a lot of times they edit it to make you think that they're going to go with one person and then they totally throw a total curveball oh yeah it's, it's a shocker
0: yeah it's crazy and then and then there's oh um there was one guy let's see oh in her class her kids that she teaches that fifth grade or whatever those kids are amazing I know
1: they're in they're incredible kids they are really they cool. are And that's got to be a reflection of her teaching you know because you have to remember it was they break broke for summer so she had those kids all year yeah i didn't really watch matt james season in where i gave it oh yeah i had it on and i didn't but i didn't really focus on it where i gave it enough you know I don't know thought whatever input. I didn't. I wasn't totally wholeheartedly in it because I was busy with other things or invested in it. I wasn't invested in it as much as I normally am. So I didn't really. Normally, you know these girls from the show before from watching because they always pick the second runner up usually.
0: or whatever. Yeah,
1: and I always felt like, from what I saw, Matt should have picked her, and I was really shocked he went with the other girl. Especially now that all the—I I don't know if you're up on it all. There was, oh, you guys are so
0: far behind. I don't keep up on any of this stuff, so
1: thank you in advance for your patience. <laughs> well, it's actually it gives a fresh perspective, so that's actually good. Yeah, <laughs> but the girl he chose. Um, she is a white girl and Mm -hmm. Matt is a man of color. If if you don't know, he was the first male man of color lead bachelor lead ever chosen. And um, so the girl he chose, it seemed that they were very happy. And then Mm -hmm. the season had not they, they wrapped the filming, but it was still airing when this scandal came out. There were basically multiple allegations that, She attended an Old South antebellum party, antebellum meaning pre-Civil War, and that also she bullied people in high school, um, girls specifically, that were white and dated Black men. Yeah. And all of this stuff came out, and it made her look like a racist, and I don't know, you know, I didn't delve too much in it, but the host, Chris Harrison, he was the former host. yeah he hosted it all those years he made some inappropriate comments and then he was fired he resigned and then he they didn't renew his contract but but regardless i felt that i liked michelle better than the other girl i didn't think the other girl was as as smart as she is even as um her inner i didn't feel like her inner beauty was there compared to michelle young that's my thought on it. But uh, well, but what was the question? I digressed.
0: Fuck. I don't even know. <laughs> you just started fooling me on a bunch of shit.
1: Well, I was giving you the backstory. Yeah. So But normally you get to know them from the previous show. And yeah. And you know their personality. Because you're rooting for them because you're invested. You've already invested one show in them.
0: Oh, yeah. That makes sense. You know? Okay. So that's how everyone's gotten so invested prior to.
1: Yes. Okay. In May, they film Bachelor in Paradise, which they fly them all down to Mexico. And the rejects from Matt see- from the Bachelor season and the rejects from the Bachelorette season and maybe some rejects in between from previous years that haven't like found anybody all. Like, mm-hmm. that's where they go. And they start off with a cast of either more women and more men and they do a rose ceremony but then they bring they trickle people in and out and they're all trying to right get a rose to stay to to stay a little longer even if they're not making a connection because they want to see who's coming a lot of times they know who's coming because of social media and they've already hooked up with someone or they're talking to them and it it, but it didn't used to be like that now it is but it Back in the day, it wasn't so. Yeah. And then, normally, then normally now it would be done until January. But now they're airing her season, which is kind of nice. Yeah, and they would also pre-COVID travel all over the globe in these locations.
0: Yeah, that's true. But they can produce more shows now because they reduce their overhead costs a lot.
1: And that's probably why they went with two Bachelorettes this yeah. year because they don't have they to probably- traveling to Europe. Yeah, they're not paying for extravagant dates in Europe and Australia, going down under. (laughs) All
0: right. Oh my god, it made me think of Brad. Okay. (laughs) Um. Oh, and poor Brian, the NFL guy. I just want to hug him. He's so awkward. Like, yeah, I don't know what I mean. Like, he looks uncomfortable in his own skin. Like, I wish somebody would have hugged him and got him a stylist because he's. He just needs a look that he loves, not that he feels like he's stuck in because he's not right. He's a decent looking guy.
1: He is a very good looking guy, but you want to know what? He
0: is, but you can just, his lack of confidence, just like, oh, you just want to punch him in the face and be like, pretend we're on the field. Fuck the fuck
1: up. (laughs) Well, that's a classic case of this guy has done nothing but eat breathe and sleep football, probably since he was young in middle school, Hmm. and then through high school, and then through college, and then the NFL. So he probably was so invested in football, that he never dated and developed those social cues. Probably
0: not. I mean, he really just looks like he's a big, gentle giant.
1: He does. And I know you like that type. Hopefully,
0: because I, I don't think she ditched him, so he better not prove me wrong.
1: <laughs> but you know what's funny is that a lot of times, like, there is one guy, his name is Joe, and he, they call him Grocery Joe, and he was on Hannah Brown season, and he got booted off the first night, but he was such mm-hmm. a lovable, likable guy that they brought him to Bachelor in Paradise. Ah. And he met a girl there and they were together for a long time and then they broke up. And then now he came back this past season and he just got engaged to another girl there. Wow, oh, that's sweet. And it's sweet. He's just, he looks a lot like Adrian Grenier, who was in Entourage and he's yes. in that Netflix series yeah. that's on now. But he's just a wholesome guy and i think the reason it didn't work out with the other girls because he didn't want to leave his family in chicago and she didn't want to leave her family wherever she was and right i i like those
0: stories and i'm rooting for brian to if anything come out of his shell while he's there like just that alone that alone to give him some confidence see there's like this great guy underneath there Oh, there was that guy, Romeo. Yeah, I just wrote one word barf.
1: (laughs) (gasps) That was it. What do you think about Chris S? He's the commodities broker. He lives he's he's L.A. I I wrote a note about him. Oh, yeah.
0: He's 28 from Louisiana. Mama's boy. And he loves some sports.
1: Who's that again?
0: That's uh, that's Chris S.
1: Okay, what about Chris? See, it says here, Chris S. is a commodities broker. No,
0: I just said the dude's age. He was from Louisiana. He's a mama's boy. Oh,
1: okay. He must be from Louisiana. He must live in L.A. right now. Yeah. Okay.
0: Unless I wrote the wrong.
1: I wasn't that focused on it. So I'll have to really, since we're doing this, we're doing the damn thing. um, I'll focus on it tomorrow night's episode. It is on tomorrow night, right?
0: Yeah. yeah it's night. yeah that's the, that's what i have down for that guy he was from louisiana though okay but he had his mom there she was super cute
1: oh yeah and she vouched for him yes it's yes, I mean, yes they just it look
0: like they have an adorable relationship and i said mama's boy but not like in a bad way. Uh, yeah you know you can just tell they're really close um Oh, God. I think he got booted. Yeah, he did. That dude, Edward, all I wrote was, what the fuck? He Mm. looks like a creepy magician.
1: He does look creepy. In his headshot, he's got the 1980s necklace on. I I feel like he should have
0: had like a fucking house arrest GPS (laughs) tracker on his ankle. I don't know. Just something about him. I don't know. Yeah. It,
1: yeah. It, and it I know crazy. that's
0: judgy. I didn't fucking meet the guy, but, you know, if you want to be judged by millions of people, wash your hair and try not to look creepy.
1: <laughs> no kidding. Cause, you know, in the headshots, he's probably got his hair done by a stylist. Yeah. But uh, in person,
0: yeah. Yeah. It was. Ugh. Ooh. And what about that one dude, Joe, that she had been sliding into his dms
1: minnesota yes minnesota yes
0: i was like oh my god and then they had the whole heart to heart of why he ghosted her because he couldn't be a big boy with his feelings i don't trust him oh i don't i don't think she totally does either but something about him it just like okay so you ghosted her because you were upset about racial things in the US but yet you're brave enough to fucking come on national television.
1: <laughs> like that just right. doesn't
0: it just doesn't add up.
1: No, especially since that I would think that again, I'm white. I I I don't know. But I would think, like she said, See? I'm a woman of color. And you're a I, man of color. You're a man, you couldn't have talked to me about in this.
0: Minnesota? Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. we're both
1: going through this together. Yeah. In this country. And yeah, I, I thought that was odd.
0: Me too. It just that doesn't line up. I mean, hey, guys, mm-hmm. let me know. But when you motherfuckers are shut off, it's not like, Oh yeah, I was DMing with this girl a few times, but now I'm gonna do this grand gesture and blow put my shit on blast in front of millions of people. No, right. not without a motive.
1: I, uh, you know, I wonder if there's going to be a girlfriend comes out of the woodwork at some point in the season because that that does happen. Ooh, but yeah, I, they show I up.
0: got the vibe that there's somebody else she knows there or something, or that knows her. I don't know.
1: I think I think they were talking about him.
0: Hey, I'm. It's my you first night of the party. I'm just trying to get the lay of the land. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh my god! <laughs> and what was with that fucking dipshit dude, where his head was on the platter, and it was so gross?
1: <laughs> Which one was he? And oh, uh, Rick, up?
0: thirty-two, the medical sales rep yeah i just wrote grow legs and then when he was trying to like it's like he meant well but i think he shit to bed but she didn't they had chemistry but right when he was like if you're feeling stuffy
1: stuffy what i think someone should check his room for notes because he's playing it up
0: <laughs> i mean my god i was just like and why the fuck did you stay in that thing for so long? Why? Right. Like, I'm sorry! And she's like, you're gonna need a chiropractor! <laughs> and a fucking clue, you dumb douche! <laughs> I mean, I know people are trying to make first impressions, but I legit would just be like, you're fucking unbelievable. I cannot.
1: Like the guy that showed up with no pants? Ugh. That is creepy as fuck.
0: I just don't get it.
1: I don't. Yeah, like maybe he wanted to show her a package and see, you know, give her a sneak preview there. And that that they're just they're shows dead. how shallow he is. Wait, was Ryan know? the bed? Who was the bed? The bed. Um. No, he. Ryan was the one that got kicked off because he's got the notes. Yeah. Yeah, who came up with the bed? Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> it got me.
0: Oh, this I wrote I don't remember which guy this was, Will. I just wrote something I like about him.
1: See you notice know, you know, what do you think I, did did uh what do you think about LT, Clint Eastwood's grandson?
0: I didn't even figure out which one was him. There were so many moving parts. You, this takes a s- fucking special level of skill to keep up with all these contestants.
1: Well, in a couple of weeks, the playing field will be narrowed down. Well, securely. when it gets little down some, it'll be good. Yeah, and that's always it. You know who's you know who's got probably got mob ties. The pizza guy, ugh, That one who made the fucking cannolis. Yes. I
0: don't like him.
1: No, I don't either. Cannolis are an acquired taste.
0: I I do not like that motherfucker at all. He he's too cocky. He's I don't know. I He's
1: the stereotypical Italian and he was, he's what people think of when they think of Italian people.
0: Well, yeah, because it's well, okay. not that I have tons of experience with Italians, everyone, but (laughs) I've had some and that's not how they are. I'm Italian
1: at all. No, I'm Italian.
0: Well, I know. And, you know, the other ones that I've met and their families. No, no. All they want to do is be nice to you and feed
1: you. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. That's it. Brandon Jones that's Brandon Jones he's the one that rolled up on a bed
0: well he must have not made that much of an impression because that doesn't look like I took a note about I him. think
1: he got cut he's the traveling nurse
0: yeah oh for Jamie I was like is he gay he's kind of creepy yeah I don't know if he got cut or not
1: yeah he's kind of uh, yeah he's kind of uh, he is kind of odd
0: He didn't get cut, though, did he?
1: Brandon K., the NFL player.
0: That's who got cut? Yes. Whoa.
1: The guys that left without a rose in their hand were brand manager Brandon Kiefer, NFL player Brian Witzman, (sighs) wellness coach, wellness coach Edward Naranjo, tech CEO Garrett Ada, mm-hmm. former Army officer Jack Russell, I liked him, and personal trainer Jamari Gable. Mm. That's who got cut.
0: So where were we going with this? Gene?
1: Yeah, so your boy Brian got cut. Damn. He Maybe he'll make it a season in Paradise.
0: I was hoping he'd make more rounds. I know. I really was because, you know, somebody like that it just, if it could get him a chance to be out of their comfort zone a little, the two host chicks, they're super cool. You know, they would have like helped him kind of get his groove a little.
1: I'm trying to see, I'm trying to look at the grid I have, you know. <laughs> Your spreadsheet. Yeah.
0: I mean, am I doing what, it, what we plan to do? Is this what yeah, you're Yeah, no, to- that's
1: right. I mean, normally we're a little more prepared.
0: Yeah. Well, it was a bit of a rush job. And there were so many goddamn guys.
1: There are. And I feel like there's more and more.
0: Thank you. Because didn't it used to start with like 20? Yes. Or am I just being a dick?
1: No, they did.
0: Because I thought it would start with like 20. And they used to, I think, knock like five out right away or whatever but this shit my god
1: Ryan went home
0: no love loss there no. that piece of shit
1: Brandon Kay he's he's cute. I should not like he just shouldn't be Steve
0: Landry for Halloween that's all I can say because I think everyone hates this guy
1: right <laughs> Garrett went home he was a little too pretty for my tastes And Jack Russell, the army guy, I liked him. I thought he was wholesome.
0: I think I must have missed him. Like, not on purpose, but, you know, notes wise.
1: I Only reason I recognize the name is because he said Jack Russell. And she said, like, the dog. And he said, yes. Oh,
0: I remember now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Well, uh, what do you think about that situation? with the note and all that like i've never seen them go through the rooms before that's interesting well i'm not
0: surprised i think Mm -hmm. they're taking some new approaches to things because like you are like say before you'd be wouldn't they live in like a house dorm thing together where like everyone shits out in front of everybody where now because of um COVID and all that other stuff, they're all in their own private rooms.
1: Yeah, they used to Me? all be in they used to rent out this house in California in LA and they would all the men or women, whoever season it was, would stay in this house for the first few weeks before they started traveling. And I think they shared rooms and they would you know they take their phones and all they have to do all day is drink and lay by the pool and work out and work out basically well
0: i think it's a new approach they're taking then
1: yeah it breeds contention it breeds you know who's coming back with their story about who did what with her and it for then you've got the producers in their head. Oh yeah, and, um, I'm telling you, crap. Yeah. it's just
0: like that on that show, Unreal.
1: I have to watch it. It's it. so
0: good. It's and this is why I know I'll be able to get into this because that like shows the producers in the back like working everyone and just like yeah. planting these little seeds of <laughs> poison. I doubt- yeah it really is
1: insane it is now Caitlin Bristow, who is the um one of the one of the hosts here today mm-hmm. today, one of the hosts now she I stopped watching it for quite a few years, and her season was in two thousand and fifteen. I know that because it was right after Harry got married to Megan and uh, we both happened to start watching it at the same time. And she was the first bachelorette that really came in and put her foot down and was outspoken. And she talked about having sex, where in the seasons prior, the women went to the fantasy suites and it wasn't discussed what would, how would happen.
0: No, you would, I mean, you would end up seeing like, Some meme or some like I would remember seeing some viral meme or something of slurping noises or you know
1: yes yeah and in her season when they traveled to New York now what's interesting is all of the guy quite a few of the handful of guys that made it pretty far Mm -hmm. they're all still very close from their season really some have gone on yeah some have gone on and got married Mm -hmm. and they're have been in each other's weddings that you That's see so them cool. his, it, it is really it's like a fraternity almost it's really cool and when they got to new york apparently pre before because you know if you remember caitlin was on another season you know what and Everyone else in between listening. yeah in between you know before before she was picked she was texting with with nick vial who I love. <laughs> I do. He is adorable. And um, he showed, uh, you know, coincidentally, thanks to the producers, he showed up in New York. Mm-hmm. And long of the short was he, he said that I can't stop thinking about you. I wish you weren't on the show. And she must've talked to the producers. And she said to him, well, If you want to join the cast, you can. Where Nick made his mark was he was on Andy's season of The Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. He he was one of the final two. Mm -hmm. And she chose, I forget the guy's name, but he was a real douchebag. And when they met up, when they had the after the final rose, Mm -hmm thing the night of the big finale she, he said to her on live tv if you weren't going to pick me why did you make love to me Why yes <laughs> he outed her and apparently she had josh was the guy's name she went with she didn't tell she hadn't told josh oh and josh was all God. upset and yeah probably yeah yeah
0: i don't blame Just him for doing that i don't i don't either i don't, I don't because e- she led him on yeah. She needs to go to a fucking slaw meeting. <laughs> she was using her vagina wizardry to get what she wanted.
1: <laughs> but so he so then so that was where his reputation was. And then he joins so people didn't like him because of that. Oh, really? Yeah, they didn't like it. Oh,
0: was she being slut chained?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, Come on. I'm, I'm being you sarcastic. You know
0: these people are smashing right. all day long. All they do is see each other. Yeah. It has to be so fucking intense around here. No there. shit, no shit. I mean, really, that is a lot of hormones it, happening. It
1: is.
0: And, and I, you're away from your job, your family, your friends. No
1: phone. All you have is alcohol. No phone. Yeah, you're fueled by alcohol and jealousy. <laughs> not a good combination (laughs) no like i i mean and whatever pills the producer's flipping you trying
0: to slut shamer i think it was like why'd you sit here and lead me on we could have ended this because
1: he looked truly heartbroken yeah And and later in in interviews he had said that he regretted saying that but he had tried to reach out to her to ask her why, and she wouldn't take his calls. She wouldn't take a meeting. So he really, by then, you know, six months later, you're really fed up. Yeah. And she, and I mean, look, she
0: could have given the guy a fucking conversation. Right. I mean, it wasn't like it needed to be some big thing, but I mean... Just be a good person. Like, that person needed some closure or whatever.
1: Yeah. The only thing she did to save him, well, not save him, that was nice, was that she didn't make him stand in a rose ceremony and go through all of that and pick out a ring and get to the end. She went to his room, I think, the night before the rose ceremony and broke his heart then.
0: Oh, she did? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, I'll give her props for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean... Seriously, no, that that was really kind. And to not he, me.
0: I mean, I know he was hurt, but like now me knowing she did that and she didn't make him... She didn't publicly humiliate him. Right,
1: because you have to think, they get with Neil, Neil Lane and they pick out a diamond, they get in their best suit yeah. and they take a limo right to oh, some location. And yeah, he, they don't know if they're he, going to be chosen or sending home with their dick in their hand.
0: Yeah. Knowing that now, he's he should have just left it alone
1: probably and he's he has
0: only because she went to him the night before she didn't try to publicly humiliate (laughs) right that's what the fuck this is (laughs) basically it's like a modern age stoning
1: (laughs) it really is no penis <laughs> shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always tell my sister, you should go on. I'm, I'm going to nominate you. And she's like, I cannot deal with that shit. I would. I was like, there's <laughs> no fucking way I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick went on then to be on Caitlin's season. And probably maybe two or three episodes into him being there, they hmm. banged. In her hotel room. With, but the key thing is, they didn't take their mics off. <laughs> <laughs> that was brave. I think they forgot in the heat of the moment
0: i'm thinking they did yeah
1: and abc and
0: that crew those producers must have been dying oh they
1: aired what they could what was appropriate oh i'm sure they did yeah they oh it was their ratings man oh well how what do you think sucked me in the previews on that deal yeah but she was hot and heavy with a guy named sean Mm. and she was attracted to him from the moment that she saw him, but then now Nick shows up. In the mm. end she chose Sean. But Sean But Sean almost left when he found out that she had sex with Nick before this fantasy suites. He didn't like it. I
0: he's not wrong on that.
1: Especially since she had saying it's you, it's you, it's you, you know.
0: Well, because I understand what he's saying, because he's like, hey, man, the rest of us waited till fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that was his thing, I would guess. I don't fucking know because I didn't know about any of this. But like my thought process would be like, that's not cool because everybody else waited to respect your privacy. This, that and the other. Well. Yeah. It was like fitting in his face, but with her vagina. Right. Pretty much
1: pretty much and they they when they made it to the end, it was Sean and Nick were the final two. Mm. Caitlin did not spare Nick the humiliation of of going to his room. she let him be one of the people that roll up, and he gave her this speech he got he right as he was getting down on one knee, she stopped him, and mm. he. He was really upset. You know, he was like, got in the limo and he's like, I'm, he threw the ring. He's like, I'm an embarrassment. This is twice now. I've been rejected on national TV.
0: Oh my God. Yeah,
1: poor guy. And he was, then he said to her later, I think, he said, if you knew it wasn't me, you should have said something earlier. You took things from me. Yeah. I was proposing to you. You took those words from me that were meant for my future wife. And, I gave them to you and you took them knowing you were going to reject me. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, at the same time, I believe she really loved him because she was sobbing when he when, you know, when he when he went away. Oh, really? Oh, and yeah. She
0: was torn. She
1: was torn. She was with Sean for about five years, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I know it was long enough where she got to keep the ring. And oh, yeah, good. if you're together, I think two, three, four or five years or something, you get to keep the ring. Big difference. but they ended up splitting and i think they split ultimately because sean couldn't get past everything that's what she's alluded to and because she has a really mm-hmm. successful podcast now and she j- just her. so happened that you know she of course was she broke up with sean she's devastated you know but she's doing her and she's traveling and she's got this podcast and she's got a wine label and all that stuff wow
0: good she for is her. A,
1: a, a, like a and she she's like even recorded a couple songs and she was on dancing with the stars at one point but um so she goes to do this podcast what i know (laughs) right she goes to do this podcast interview with jason tardick who Mm. he was the second runner-up on becca's season and i know you don't know who these people are but we'll catch catch you up these
0: other people listening do so i'm good right
1: And so she did it. It was doing basically an after the fact interview with him on her podcast. Mm. Well, they hit it off and they became friends. And then Uh he moved to Nashville to be with her and they just got engaged over the summer. And they're just the most adorable couple. And I'm so happy for her.
0: Yeah.
1: Like she won dancing with the stars this Damn. past year cuz you know she was with him and it was through covid so he couldn't be there but you'd see him on instagram live you know going live like cheering for her yeah. and stuff he's just an all-around like wholesome guy he's from buffalo so you know they're all wholesome there and yeah. so that's that's her backstory but i really like her i've followed cool. her for a long time wow yeah I'm, i get really, i girl. get invested in this shit oh <laughs> if there was some kind of con- i can't even check my own face. <laughs> if there was some sort of bachelor bachelorette convention like i would totally i would so be there
0: maybe there is one i don't
1: think so (laughs) i don't know
0: maybe we should create
1: (laughs) we'll see we'll see what happens so anyhow back to the current staff the current staff the current cast I the carnage victim. I yeah, no shit. The carnage is getting ready to be left on the side of the road. Peter creeps me out, and there's something up with Minnesota.
0: Yeah. And I love Clayton.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's adorable. And
0: I hope Clayton stays adorable. There's just something about him. I
1: guess we'll see tomorrow.
0: I know. And then Oh, yeah. Today's Monday, Tuesday. Oh, so then we'll record again Wednesday. Yes, we will. Until
1: then. Until then. We'll see you at the next rose ceremony. Bye. Bye.